So Dramatic would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. What up, Drama Army? Welcome to today's bonus So Scandalous Married at First Sight episode. I know I am just going overboard with Married at First Sight, but it's literally all we care about at the moment. I actually have a normal non-married at first sight tea episode in the works. So hopefully put that out next week. Keep an eye out for that one, guys. Now, this episode is going to be very eye-opening, very juicy, very interesting. And we're going to lift the lid on a conspiracy, break the fourth wall and spill some insider industry secrets along the way. This is an explosive episode, guys, but it is just a quickie today. I poured so much tea on Monday and I don't want to give you guys third or fourth or fifth or six degree burns by pouring too much on you at once. So this will be over quicker than Harrison in bed. Coming up today, what the fuck is going on with Dan and his new girlfriend slash wedding guest as explosive claims emerge that it's all fake. Yup, faker than a set of teeth on Married at First Sight. Plus his new girlfriend Samantha's GoFundMe resurfaces and how does his TV wife Sandy feel about him spoiling their ending on the show before it even began? Plus, lots more. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus back on the case again this week, getting to the bottom of Dan's new romance, or should I say showmance. So you may have seen photos of Dan with his new girlfriend, Samantha Symes. They have literally been plastered everywhere, so they've been pretty hard to miss. They were seen partying on the Gold Coast in late January and were macking on in the photos taken by, of course, the Daily Mail on an embarrassingly empty dance floor. Now, Samantha was also seen sitting on Dan's lap as they continued to kiss throughout the night. Now you probably remember Samantha because as the Daily Mail would say, she put on an eye-popping display in an orange dress during his wedding to Sandy. Now countless Married at First Sight fans were shattered to learn of the new romance just hours after we fell in love with Dan and Sandy during their TV debut on January 31. However, we were even more shook to learn that his new bae was none other than a guest from his wedding. Then Samantha appeared to be loving the attention of her new romance and lapped it all up doing interviews and appearances after the news broke. She literally did like a freaking media tour of Australia. <laughs> She then hit back at haters on her Instagram saying, sadly, people don't realize reality TV is anything but real and it's not live television. People need a life. Who cares about maths or this crap? Now, prior to Dan and Sandy's wedding airing, Samantha also shared a photo of her and the groom looking loved up. She wrote, let the good times roll. Now let's have marks tonight and watch you get hitched. She also appeared on Today FM's Husey, Ed and Erin, where she was quizzed about their relationship and she remained rather coy, refusing to confirm if they were dating or not. She also claimed to have never kissed Dan, which is a big fat porcupine, considering pap photos literally show them fashing. Now, according to the Daily Mail, Dan and Samantha only started dating after he ended things with Sandy. 
And things appear to be going pretty strong between them, with new pat pics of them looking loved up, dropping almost daily. Now, after spoiling his entire storyline with Sandy before it even began, also a side note, this is so stupid to do if any current or future contestants are out there listening because... Producers will just then edit you out of the show as revenge. You won't end up getting as much screen time. Fans of the show won't be invested in you because they've literally seen none of you or any of your TV marriage. And trust me, way more people tune into Married at First Sight each night than reads the Daily Mail. So you're an idiot. Do your pap shots after the show and then you get two hits of publicity. Anyway, Dan was swiftly served legal letters from Channel 9 after breaching his contract. A source told Daily Mail... Channel 9 has a reputation to uphold and they're not going to let anyone ruin the series. They can't have a repeat of season 7. Dan has gone too far and now he's facing the consequences. 9 initially gave Dan a slap on the wrist, but they then escalated the matter by serving him with legal letters ordering him to be more discreet. Meanwhile, a guest who attended Dan and Sandy's wedding claims he went rogue because he wasn't happy with his edit after watching footage at the cast reunion. They told the Daily Mail that producers tried to make Dan appear like a soft, one-dimensional office guy so he would seem more compatible with Sandy. Now, here's the clincher, guys. Clean those ears out and make sure you're listening to this part because... I'm about to drop the motherfucking tea of all tea that will blow you away more than Shannon and Harrison's behavior on Married at First Sight. Sources close to Dan and Samantha tell So Dramatic that they are not dating, but are in fact putting it all on for the cameras. Surprise, surprise. One insider dished, Dan and Samantha have been friends for years. They aren't dating at all. Dan wanted everyone to know he was single and not with Sandy and get some publicity whilst he's on the show as he knows there's a short window of time to get exposure. A reporter from the Daily Mail told him he should start dating someone else and do a showmance because it will generate a lot of attention and be huge news. Now, just a note here, guys, for those that don't know the entertainment journalism lingo, a showmance is when someone fakes a romance for publicity. This happens a lot in Hollywood, but it also happens down here with some thirsty, thirsty reality stars. Mark my words. The source continued... The reporter said he would take a number of pap sets of him and blow this up into this huge thing and give him unlimited publicity. The source then went on to explain that Dan asked Samantha to be his fake girlfriend and sold it to her as also getting unmatched free publicity. They dished, Dan asked Samantha if she would be up for playing along and sold it to her as a chance to increase her profile. He told her she would get heaps of publicity and opportunities from it and boost her Instagram followers, so she agreed. In fact, she wanted the attention as much as he did. Jesus Christ, someone get these two a drink because they are thirsty. The insider then claimed that both Dan and Samantha are even getting paid from the Daily Mail for posing for the many, many sets of photos. They dished, they got paid a set amount and posed for a number of different sets of photos on the same day. They changed outfits and locations multiple times to make it look different. The source continued, so the reporter flew to the Gold Coast, papped Dan kissing Samantha and got a number of other shots of them while he was here. They did some beach shots, some walking around shots, all looking loved up. And the Daily Mail has been seeding the photos out gradually to make it look like they're a couple and meeting up every day when really it's the same day. It's all staged and they're just friends. They've done more photos since, but it's all Dan tipping off the paps and making money from it. And Samantha's just along for the ride. Cringe with a capital C. Guys, if you ever see me setting up paparazzi photos. 
<laughs> I'll set them up for other people, but not myself. Please like get a gun and shoot me in the head, please and thank you. The source then added, when Dan said to the reporter it was a wedding guest who he was going to do it with, he was elated as he knew it would be an even better story. They had all the photos in the bag ready to go before the wedding even aired. It's just so fake. See, guys, I told you, faker than Dr. D's veneers over here. Now, this intel seems to check out because Dan has actually been spotted with a number of other women in recent weeks. So it looks like he definitely isn't a taken man. Either that or he ain't loyal to Samantha, at least when the Daily Mail paps on around anyway. One source tells So Dramatic, Dan Hungus, the guy on maths, we saw him at the Langham a few weeks ago. Now, this tip-off was sent to me the day after his Married at First Sight wedding aired. They continued, and he was clearly all over her and hitting on this very hot Gold Coast girl. She didn't seem that into him, but it was funny to watch. Even another couple were watching as well and having a giggle at how all over this girl he was. It looked like a Tinder date type scenario, but all he wanted to do was try and get her to go home with him. She kept trying to talk and he just kept touching her. It was so awkward. Player vibes. We didn't even know who he was, but we instantly recognized him last night. That's how memorable it was watching his antics the other week. <laughs> Dead. Then a day later, the DM photos of Dan with Samantha were published and this person came back to me saying, FYI, I've seen the Daily Mail reports. The person we saw him with at the Langham the second week of January was blonde. It definitely wasn't Samantha. Well, 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 the plot thickens. But wait, there was another sighting of Dan that adds even more fuel to this fire. One spy dishes to So Dramatic. Dan was at the strip club a few weeks ago and my friend danced for him and his mates. They were all asking for my friend's number and his mates were going off about how much they hate their wives on the show and how they would cheat on their wives right now if my friend would have sex with them. A second source dish that Dan's a regular at the strip clubs, in particular Hollywoods and showgirls. They said, Daniel tends to date only blonde babes and doesn't like Indians or Asians, so his current match will be difficult for him. He's got a shady past of his clubs and fueled parties. Ay ay ay. Now, that is not all the twists and turns for this saga, guys. <laughs> Buckle up front and back. Turns out that Dan's fake girlfriend, Samantha, is Amanda Mikolov II. A few weeks ago, she started a GoFundMe page to buy herself a new car. One insider dishes, there was a GoFundMe for her the other week. Something about having no money to buy a new car. It was weird because she doesn't portray herself on social media as someone who has no money. You would assume her new entrepreneur boyfriend would help her with a loan. And yes, you would, considering he's, what is he, like a successful businessman? This is what the charity page for Samantha's GoFundMe read. Stolen car and items, financial loss. Hello, I'm a single mom of a one-year-old and nine-year-old. And on January 23rd, 2023, my BMW was stolen from the shopping center. So this would have been when she was supposedly dating Dan. It continued, the two juveniles got away with my son's iPad, my handbag, which had my ear pods, Apple Watch and wallet. Whilst they were committing multiple offenses, they also threw out my baby seat and continued to post videos of them thrashing my car and smoking drugs to Snapchat. Two helicopters and six police cars later caught them late Monday night and my car was completely ridden off. My insurance is for market value and now I am left in debt with no car and had to pay $800 excess and get a rental car. All my belongings in the car are valued at around $3,000 and insurance will only cover $500. 
Trying to piece back my losses is proving to be exponentially hard, all whilst they are on bail and at no loss. My family are without and I am out of pocket and will continue to be for quite some time. Moving forward, my main priorities are to try and pay out the remaining loan and focus on having transport so I can get to work, to be able to continue to pay rent, etc., and take kids to school slash daycare, etc. Now, sadly, only $980 of Samantha's $5,000 target has been reached at the time of recording. So let's hope that the Daily Mail paid her well for her starring role on their website. Maybe she really was desperate for cash and that's why she took the offer from the Daily Mail up a week later. I mean, if so, good for her. Get that bread girl and I hope it solved all of your money problems. Now, what does Sandy think about Dan's recent fuckboy behavior and the fact that he ruined her entire storyline on Married at First Sight before the first episode had even aired? Well, a source close to Sandy tells So Dramatic that she ain't happy about it. In fact, she's devastated. Let me read out in full what they said. Sandy is as genuine as she looks on TV and deserves all the love in the world. What you see with her is what you get and she is absolutely beautiful inside and out. She has three degrees and a business and is so hardworking. She's the most authentic and beautiful human and the producers told her that they had her back, but let's be honest, they didn't. Sandy isn't on this for Insta fame. She actually wanted love and at the wedding, the way Dan looked at her, she thought it was the real deal. She's absolutely shattered by what's happened. We all thought this guy was genuine, even though all the warning signs were there. They then spilled some tea about the fact that Dan was scouted for Married at First Sight. They said, so Dan didn't apply for maths. They scouted him. They found him for Sandy. We've been told that Dan is friends with the producers and that's how he was headhunted. He rejected the offer at first, then was able to negotiate really good terms on his contract with them because they were desperate for someone. So he eventually agreed. Sandy found out a few days before her wedding who she was marrying and about his daughter. The producers called her and told her they'd found her a match, but kids were one of her deal breakers. But she came around because of the age of the daughter and because no respectable man with a 16-year-old would go on national TV and be a dickhead. They then spilt some tea about Dan's wedding guest turned girlfriend, Samantha. They said, Samantha was at the wedding and weirdly had a microphone on and was pulled out for interviews. Not everyone had microphones. She said she was a friend. They had to put a shawl over her tits when they interviewed her. I don't think they played any of it as it would have looked weird. She was definitely planned for fame and publicity. Just look at the dress she was wearing. She wanted all eyes on her from the beginning. Dan and Samantha aren't dating, despite the stories you would have seen, but he used her for a scandal. It's all fake, I'm told. I do also know that Samantha is friends with from the Daily Mail, and he's the one cropped out of the right of this photo on the night Samantha and Dan were first papped. He took the photos of them. Apparently, she's been friends with this reporter for ages. The racist chicks at the wedding were apparently workers, but we couldn't find them on the company page. The guys who had mics on were on the page, but got no airtime and were lovely. So multiple sources confirming that Dan and Samantha's relationship is fake and has been cooked up as fiction by the Daily Mail. There you have it. They continued, five wedding guests of Sandy's had microphones on. Her brother, her two sisters, and three of her friends. Then on his side, it was the two racist birds, his work business partner, his best mate, some American guy, and Samantha. None of the guests could work out why Samantha was seated up the front when his family, his brother, dad, and stepmom were seated three rows back, or why she had a microphone on. It was only really for close friends and family. 
I have a whole feeling his whole side was actually actors now. They all seemed so out of place. I then asked them how a Sandy found out about all of this and how she felt when the news hit the headlines. They said, Sandy's gone quiet on all of us. She found out about the whole Sam and Dan thing leaking about two weeks ago and begged them not to do it, but they did it anyway. We had no idea on the ending. Sandy has been so tight-lipped, but obviously his camp have different rules. They then spilled some tea about the Married at First Sight contracts. Well, Dan and Sandy's contracts anyway. They said Sandy's very much following her contract and everyone got different contracts. Sandy is very much following her contract. She's been hiding and has to lay low until May, apparently. And everyone got different contracts. Hence why I know he was poached, because he can obviously talk to media after today. Apparently, the producer that poached him runs in their Gold Coast circle. The source close to Sandy then said that she thinks Dan and Sandy will be written out of the show because the storyline's been ruined and... I agree. They said, we are taking bets now that they will write them out of the show because of this shit stunt much to Sandy's disappointment. Let's see if they show her anymore. Let's be honest. They went from firm favorites to ruined ending in 24 hours. Why would they want to show a story that shows the ending? He obviously was there to boost his status and it's a shame because his comments on Instagram towards Sandy are so infuriating. He's trying to make out that Sandy is sexually inexperienced. And let's be honest, he's buying followers. We've been tracking them early on and in the space of six hours, his followers went up by a few thousand when everyone else's slowly rises. With no airtime, this ain't right. I'm just sad Sandy has been cut so much out of it, but she'll come out amazing after all of this. She's getting so much support and doing the right thing, laying low as she's been told. The source then alluded to some, I guess racism, casual racism, microaggressions, or just at the very least some unconscious discrimination on Dan's part. They said the worst part was all her friends told us that they expected him to be paired with Melinda because she got leaked a day or two before and she's Gold Coast and right up his alley. They said he likes blonde hair, blue eyes and big boobs. Now further to these claims of racism in commas. I guess from the stripper thing earlier on and from Sandy's friend just now, this was also actually backed up by another contestant who told me separately something of a similar nature. They said, Sandy's parents weren't at the wedding. She was totally out of sorts and she's super conservative. She's come in to marry a guy and that's the second or third person that she's ever slept with. Even the challenge of looking into each other's eyes was hard for her. So it was a lot for her and for her family not to be even at the wedding was hard. And then for the relationship not to work out, she was so gutted. It didn't work out because she wasn't the type he was looking for. He was looking for blonde hair, blue eyed, a sexy girl with big tits. And that's not Sandy. He even told Sandy this. Sandy then told us brides that Dan told her she wasn't his type. Sandy felt like she wasn't enough for Dan because that's how he made her feel. She wasn't what he signed up for. He didn't even give her a chance. It feels pretty racist if you ask me. And same, babe, same. They continued, I actually feel for Sandy because now she's gone back to Melbourne and had to tell her parents they were right and it didn't work out. Sandy's really hurt at the moment. Wow, poor Sandy. What an absolute stitch up. Imagine giving up, like, it's like a year of your life practically. And having this happen, like having your whole thing ruined on night one, also being paired with a guy that says you're not good enough for me because you're not blonde, you don't have big tits and basically you've got dark skin. So just makes me wonder if they put Sandy on the show for tokenism just to tick that diversity box and didn't really give two craps about finding her a genuine match. Warning. Oh my God. Okay, let, let's... 
focus. That's all the Married at First Sight tea I've got for you drama queens today. Don't forget there has been a number of episodes drop over the last week, few weeks of Married at First Sight. There was a super full to the brim tea episode that dropped on Monday. Probably the best one of the season so far. We had couple swaps, cheating scandals, all the tea about Shannon and Harrison and all the other gronks on Married at First Sight, as Carla from Bakesdown would say. So make sure you have caught up on the catalogue and you're all up to speed, guys. There'll be more tea dropping this week and next week and every week after that. Guys, as always, if you enjoyed this chat, please share it. It really does help the show. And please leave a rating and review. That also helps the show. And I really want to be boosted back up the charts. Thank you very much. Guys, if you have any tips or receipts as well, please email tips at sodramaticmedia.com or slide into my DMs, especially any friends of Sandy out there listening or Dan. Let me know if you have any intel on this saga. It is a very, very interesting one. Let's just say that. Guys, don't forget we're also on all of the socials. There's links in the show notes for that. I won't bore you with all of those. And I will be back in your ears this afternoon with our daily show and God knows when after that. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.